Someone who is trying to make every moment more Andy is your quarterback on the New England Patriots. Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones, his third year, basically his second year, because I think a lot of us gave him the mulligan. We gave him the red shirt season last year with Matt Patricia and the reverse engineered offense. However, so far on the season, two good defenses, two good teams, two home games, two losses. They're averaging the same number of points that they scored last year. Maybe that'll improve over time or maybe not. Andy, during the summer when we were filling for time on WEI, the FM uh, brand, that is, we did a little uh, who's under most pressure, who's the most polarizing figure in Boston right now, et cetera, et cetera. I dare say that I think Mac Jones at moment, at present time, is the most polarizing athlete in Boston sports because for every fan who says Mac Jones is improving, what are you guys watching? You have no idea. Look at the way he's he's throwing, he's hustling, he's gaming, he's balling. Mac Jones is on target for over 4,500 yards and 34 touchdowns on the season. Stats-wise, 17 interceptions. 17 interceptions okay. and also okay. 17 losses on yes. the season. If we're going to pace everything and you know project but, it out, make sure but you let me, But let me also share this with you right now. Um, so there was a tweet last night that began, uh, I noticed this on Monday in the aftermath. Uh, somebody said, we need to have a serious conversation about Bill Belichick. This was from at Dom Gonzo 12. Then someone else replied, the conversation should be about Mac Jones. Any other quarterback could bring the Patriots back for a win. He doesn't have one win from coming back from a deficit. The reply was uh, very curious, and this is what led me to think before we even got into some of our details, we need to have the Mac Jones conversation. Dom Gonzo 12 wrote, Mac Jones is the most pressured quarterback in the NFL so far. That's just a stat. That's a fact. Had the second lowest time to throw of any QB this season and is tied for the league lead in drops. Yet he is top 10 in touchdowns, yards, intended air yards, first downs, PFF grade, on-target throw percentage, and big-time throw percentage. Uh, you can say some of those are like new PFF, you know, third cent third decade nonsensical post-fantasy football metrics and analyticals and stats, whatever. Or I can say stats are for losers. Okay, you can always, which you which you are want to do. Want, well, Bill told me that, and I used to respect him. I got you. Okay, me. I'm just asking you this. Mac Jones, he doesn't have the signature win. He doesn't have the comeback. He continues to fall short. Uh, he Like all these games where he could have won, he hasn't yet. Why? Why do you believe that's the case? Should Pats fans be worried about Mac Jones? Is he the answer or is he the problem? What's the question? Is Mac, is Mac Jones good? He's fine. No, I, I, like that's what he is. I think he's fine. I think you could win with him. We've talked a lot about it. You won't win because of him. If you surround him with a boatload of talent, I think he's capable. So if you protect him and he's got dump offs to Christian McCaffrey and, and if he's throwing it to DK or whatever, wherever the talent is, whatever talent you want to pretend that he would have himself surrounded by, mm -hmm. he'd be fine. But I don't think that's the prerequisites of the position anymore. I think you need to win games. I think when the game is on the line, you got to make plays and, he has not, and this is fact, this isn't an opinion, this is not, and he has not done that in two-plus mm -hmm. seasons in the National Football League. He's had plenty of opportunities. He had, he knows it, I think, to some degree. Certainly last week, he knew it. He reacted to it post-game loss to the Eagles, getting the ball back twice, not being able to make anything happen. You mentioned the pick this week. Terrible. Mm -hmm. Can't happen. That's a losing play. Now, the stats overall may look decent. That's a losing play. That's why you lose games but is NFL. he making a losing play because he's pressing? Was that just a legitimately bad read by him? 
Is he forcing the issue? Does it matter? Well, it, I, just for our analytical purposes, it does. In the overall grand scheme, not so much because you either win or you lose. And they have lost both games. And there have been, he's made more positive plays than negative plays over the course of those two games. But like you pointed out, Ramondre Stevenson, not carrying the team. The offensive line, absolute garbage so far. His supporting cast and weaponry, pretty meh overall. I ask you this, did Bill Belichick, we all know he did him dirty in 2022 with the hive mind offense of he, of he judge and Patricia. Did he do him as dirty this season by giving him this offensive, this offensive line and a lack of, a, of elite weaponry and playmakers around him? Because in college, yeah, you're going to look great when you're dropping dimes to Jerry Judy, who's torching defenders by five yards. And you've got Waddle Smith and Najee Harris to dial up a play to in the flat uh, you know, out in the fl- out on a slant or a curl or down the field. Now, what do you got? Boy, you know, born Parker, Juju Smith Schuster, and his balky knees. It's just not great. No, I mean, it did a much bigger the the thing he did with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge was one of the most idiotic, unprofessional, unbelievable, detrimental. Any negative adjective you want to throw on it, it deserves mm-hmm. and it is accurate. Because that not only ruined Mac, it ruined the team around him, ruined the offensive line, ruined the receivers. Dysfunctional. I'm not sure if you've heard it was dysfunctional. Um, yep. This Someone year, I think he has competitive talent in weaponry. Competitive. None of it's good. They lack the mm-hmm. elite. We, we know that. We've talked about that for years. Yes. They don't have a tent pole. blah, blah, blah. The offensive line significant disservice did not invest there and that's a problem but that's also the reality of the quarterback position is overcome like we've seen this in Seattle for years Russell Wilson was asked to overcome O-line or weapons or running backs or things he didn't have find a way to win that's why these guys make the big bucks because when you're the quarterback you're asked to do more there's more responsibility there's more criticism and right now two plus years into his career I just looked it up Max record as a starter is 16 and 17 you're a losing quarterback. You're like your head coach. You're mediocre. You're not terrible. I think they go hand in hand. Post-Brady Patriots, post-Brady Belichick, post-Brady Mac Jones, they're all the same thing. Slightly below 500. They can beat bad teams. They can beat bad defenses. They can win bad matchups. But they're not good. They're not good enough. And I think that's Mac. I, I've believed Mac was mediocre since day one. Like, I never thought the arm strength was going to get better. Oh, he's working with somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it'll get 0.1% better. That's So you put him enough. on San Francisco. You put him in Minnesota. He probably performs better. He probably yeah. looks better because he's got people wide open. He's got and an elite tight end. Short, probably misses a throw like mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo did in his 49ers time when he's in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl and he can put himself over the Oh, he can't quite make the throw. Like, Mac is in that world of mediocrity in the NFL, and you don't win like that. You try not to hand a lot of money to that. You don't. You you look for other options when you have that at quarterback. I think that is Mac. Yeah, I mean, well, Jimmy Garoppolo should have won that game to beat the Rams and go on to face the Bengals, but Jaquiski Tart drops the easiest arm punt in the history of Matthew Stafford arm punts, and then of course they end up give up given up the game-winning touchdown as well. But, yes, no, I understand Jimmy has often come up a day late in a throw short as well. Would they be any Would they be any better if they had Garoppolo as opposed to Mac Jones now? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, probably not as well because of the mid-level talent surrounding him. They both Mac can Jones, look really good, by the way. 
You watch Jimmy, and there's stretches where you go, wow, he looks really good. Just Dynamite on that opening quarter. drive against Buffalo, and then it was diminishing returns the rest of the day. Just like the second quarter for Mac against the Eagles, 11 straight passes, two straight scoring drives. Like, there's times where you sell yourself, but it's it's short times, and it's usually sandwiched between, he did it again, he bad throw, weak arm, turnover, bad decision, flustered under pressure, all of those things. He's just, being a great quarterback in the NFL, we learned with Tom Brady is about consistency. It's not mm-hmm. about strongest arm. It's not about wow plays. It's about can you perform consistently? He performed well, more consistently than anyone in the history of the game, not because of his arm, his feet, or anything. Because of his overall greatness, his will yes. to compete, his intelligence, and ability to perform under pressure and in the clutch. And I will point to two particular seasons, 2006 and 2013, where the talent around Brady, the offensive line was much better. I'll at least give him that. But the talent surrounding Brady at that point, the weaponry, the assets, the receivers, et cetera, pretty, pretty, pretty poor. And where did he get both of those teams? To the AFC Championship. I was going to say, though, like when Brady was saddled with with issues, whether it's targets, whether it's O-line, whatever it may be, he still won in the regular season. He maybe mm-hmm. didn't win the Super Bowl. He maybe came up short in the playoffs, whatever, but he won in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what great quarterbacks do or really good quarterbacks do. They overcome their issues until they're asked to do it against elite competition. During the regular season, you're supposed to win against bad teams, against average teams. You overcome. The Patriots can't overcome in the regular season and therefore don't even get a shot to fall on their face. Well, they fell on their face against the Bills, but, you know, they don't, don't get a shot to fall on their face in the playoffs very often. Uh, before record of today's podcast, you put out a, an X, uh, if you will. After might be my games, last X, because if they start charging for everybody, I might be out. <laughs> After two games, how do you feel about Patriots QB Mac Jones? With over 1,100 responses in the first two hours, the options were better, worse, or the same. As of right now, 91% of the respondents total say better or the same, 54%. So you got a Brewski or a Hightower for better. You got 37% or you got a Rodney Harrison for the same. And you got a Matthew Judon. You got a Niner for worse. So by and large, the fan base feels good or better or good-ish or pretty good or decent or okay with Mac Jones. Now, I know you wanted to requalify this. I porked for- it up. For those, eh, you know, listen, we, we all have our spots. I know you just, you know, you, you want to jump all over trample, you know, want to you criticize me whenever, whenever you get a chance, you know, that you do you, I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to jump all over you on this one. I, I appreciate the tweet. It gave us a little content. It engaged the masses. Uh, but the same, you wanted to sort of requalify that. Is it the same as in like, eh, I've never really been in on Mac Jones or the same, like, yeah, I'm a Mac Jones defender. And I think he's on his way up. Yeah, and I think that group is broken up into those two groups. The people that feel the same, they didn't think Mac was very good coming in, and they don't think he's very good now because he can't win games, or they think Mac is decent, and if you do the right things around him, he'll be fine. I think that group is an interesting group. But I do just the raw data of whatever it is, almost 1,200 votes in a couple hours here. Um, that, that 54%, a majority of Patriots fans feel better about Mac Jones. Um that that's <laughs> the responses to your tweet are pretty great. Let me just share a couple. Uh, at Boorish Sports, anyone that says worse has a smooth brain and doesn't know what they're looking at. Then someone right before that, worse, he's looked a lot better, but until he can lead the team to a comeback at the end of the game, then it's a no from me, dog. 
Uh, better if you give him a good offense where 2-0, and Tua was looking like a bust until you gave him Hill and Waddle. The same. This year is a referendum on Mac, and I'm still out. Watch half the league. It isn't always greener on the other side. They're resetting the roster after 20 years of winning while trying to maintain it's not easy, blah, blah, blah. Now we're getting into Grogan, mentioned Patriot, blah, blah, blah. A guy has been our best offensive player with Henry. He hasn't had a clean pocket in over two years. Same as his rookie season, not great enough now. Better, but I still feel this is a six to eight win team. No way you should feel worse. Uh, I was hoping with a proper OC, he would get better, but sadly no progress when needed. Again, like it's uh, amazing. I mentioned time and again last year on the post-game show, on the pod and beyond, Patriots Nation continues to be fractured. Like there are little skits. It's like last year was more of a civil war in Pat's Nation. Now I don't feel like we're fighting or there's infighting, but there's there are there are bends and breaks in Pat's Nation where you've got the Bill doesn't have it anymore. Believe in the Bill. Uh, Mac Jones doesn't have it. Mac Jones is the guy. Like we're all over the place right now. We really well, yeah, are. And we're going to be all over the place until either there's a new coach or until they give Mac elite talent or you re you reset and flush the entire roster. All teams that are in this middling space are all over the place. I think it's even worse when you're a team that that doesn't know how to live in that space, has lived above the fray for 20 years. When you've lived up here and now you get even if you used to suck, like if you you were poor, got rich, but you were really rich for 20 years, you mm -hmm. probably forget how to, to live poor again, right? Even though you should mm -hmm. remember, it was only 20 years ago, the Patriots fans, you people, have forgotten how to live poor, how to be part of the uh, poverty line down there. And it's really, really been a struggle for three plus years here. What a tough re-immersion it is to life like everybody else. Ah, I'm like Pete Black. Pete Blackburn had a tweet Sunday. The NFL and football in general was more fun when my quarterback used to find ways to have us win every week and took us to championships. Yep. <laughs> you know what you people are? You're a lot like, have you seen these? Um, what are we? these these divorces and the women are like you know i know i didn't used to be rich but i've gotten used to this lifestyle so i deserve two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month in spousal support you can't make me go back to living Ooh, the way i used to live that true must be nice i think that's what uh what's his name yellow kevin costner's wife was asking for like 200 and something grand because i'm used to this life now i get to look I, I, i'm not going back to sweatpants and cereal sorry no, yeah, nope, you're shopping in, you're in the you're in the thrift you're in the thrift uh you're on the, the Baker's rack in the back of Shaw's. You're shopping at Aldi now. Well, I, I for you Patriots fans, I feel bad for you, but the judge ruled against you. Um, you're getting $1,000 per month in spousal support, and you're going back to eating ramen and wearing sweatpants. Oh, man. We're going to have to make the most. We're going to have to make the most of ramen and store brand value now. Yep. <laughs> Square Crunch Cheese Cracker. Oh, I liked it better when you called it Cheez Its. All right. <laughs> All right. He's at Jumbo Hart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. Where are you on the Mac Jones debate? How do you feel about Mac Jones? Is he the guy? Is he is he making strides? Are you out on Mac Jones? The debate rages on. And dare I say, as we go into Jets Week and wrap up this pod, this may be the perfect referendum on Mac Jones game. That's a hell of a defense. The Orcs, the Furies, all the anger will be, the Hellions will be in full force at Jet Life this weekend. If you want to make a statement, and that statement is I belong on this team and I belong in the NFL and I belong in the upper tier of quarterbacks, this is the weekend to get it done. Otherwise, know your role and shut your mouth, jabronis. For at Jumbo Hart, I'm at Fitzy GFY. Good job, Terp. Thanks for listening to Six Rings and Football Things, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. We'll go behind enemy lines in a couple of days. We'll get you ready for Pats at Jetropolitans. 
We'll have our FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week and so much more. Plus, Andy and Mike Cadlick will bring you Cadlick's Crucial Clashes. That's the pod. Thanks for listening. Good day. God bless. Please be nice to each other if you get a chance. And as always, go Pats.